Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Hey, greetings, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. This is Apostle Val, and I'm grateful that you've taken the time to join us again this week for another relevant conversation. I want to continue to give thanks to those of you who have been tuning in and who have been sharing the broadcast with others. We're grateful, and if you ever have questions, comments, or if there's something in particular that you'd like to hear, please, by all means, send us a message. Follow us on our blog, theempowermentplace.org, and learn more about our ministry, but we are truly grateful that you've taken time to be a part of our listening and growing audience. Our topic this week is God will be there through our pain and suffering. God will be there through our pain and suffering. So, Holy Father, we thank you now. We come before you for this teaching time. We ask, Holy Spirit, that you would direct the conversation, that you would reveal those things that we need to see, to hear, and to feel. God, for that one that's hurting today, that one that's going through trials and tribulations, we speak to their heart and their spirit now, and we ask that you would allow them to be aligned and bring peace. Father, we thank you for what you're about to do in our midst, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God will be there through our pain and suffering. How many of us have ever asked the question, God, why is this happening? Why is this happening, God? Or we might say, I just went through this, and now it's this, and it seems like it's always one thing after another. Or we say, God, why'd you let that happen? God, like, God, why'd you let that happen? We we have this mindset often that when bad things happen, God's not present. But I want to encourage you in this segment to remind you that he's with you. (laughs) He's promised to be with you. In the midst of all things, God is there. I'm going to read in your hearing John chapter 16, verse 33, and it reads this way. I have told you all this so that you may know. Mm. See, let me start again. (laughs) I have told you all this 
so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, I have overcome the world. That sounded so good. I got to I got to talk to myself again with that word. I've told you all so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Whew, thank you, Lord. 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 Ha, ah, thank you, Lord. I just say thank you. You know, when we do look at the trials and tribulations and the sorrows that we face, sometimes we have to realize that what we're experiencing in life has really nothing to do with God, but everything to do with us. Sometimes we're living out the consequences because of our choices. But the truth is, even when that happens, we have to know that when we go through the struggles, when we go through the painful moments, hallelujah, God is still there. In that passage of scripture I read to you in John sixteen thirty three, what it's saying to us in layman terms is that we're going to have trials and tribulations. They're going to happen, and they may happen often. But the beautiful thing about it is that when when the Holy Spirit is guiding us through it. He won't leave us alone. Instead, there's a promise that Jesus made with us, that he made with us, that he would give us peace to remind us that he has overcome the world. And we know that he didn't just overcome the world for his own benefit. He overcame the world for us. Each one of us is a born-again believer. He overcame the world for us. I love the, the part of the scripture that says, the first part, I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Peace in me. Sometimes, honestly, it's not easy to find peace in the midst of challenging situations. We began to look at it through our natural eyes. We began to listen with our carnal ear. But we also have to, again, recognize that the gift of the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us was given to guide us in all truth, to lead us to give us strategy and clarity about any situation we may be facing. And then we're reminded by the Apostle Paul in Romans 8.28. 
Y'all know this one. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. You said, Pastor Bell, how is this going to work for his good? I'm struggling. I'm hurting. I'm feeling some kind of way, Apostle. How is this going to work for my good? Paul just told us, according to his purpose, do you not recognize that even when we're going through trials and tribulations, it also has purpose. I can remember one of my mentors teaching us um, about how sometimes the storms of life and the wind is sent to be our friend, not to toss us, not to drive us further away from the intent of the Father, but it actually is sent to redirect us when we are on a path that is not the path, the steps that were not ordered by God. And so sometimes the trials, the tribulation, the pain, the disappointment, the rejection, they have purpose. Because God wants us to be aligned according to his will, according to his plan. So you say, oh, and we supposed to know this? That's what the word says. For we know that all things work together for the good. Even when we understand that there are going to be many trials and sorrows, Jesus says, I have overcome the world. There are a lot of passages in scriptures where we see people who overcame. And most of them had some times of hardship. Moses had to flee when people wanted to kill him. Esther risked her own life in order to save Jewish people, Jesus' disciples. They were all martyred for their commitment to Christ. And Jesus himself was beaten and crucified. The sufferings came, but the outcome had purpose. And not just purpose for each of them, not just for Moses. Moses' life taught us some powerful lessons. Queen Esther taught us powerful lessons. Jesus himself gave his life for us. He overcame for us that through his death, burial, and resurrection, we have life, and we have that more abundantly because of him. One thing that we have to recognize that when we're looking at the situation that's causing the pain and the suffering, We have to ask ourselves, ask Holy Spirit, is this a setup? God, is this a setup? 
because I tell you, I was talking to someone just the other day, and she said to me, she said, Dr. Val, you know, I recognize that whenever there's a separation, that God is up to something. And generally that separation causes some discomfort, puts things out of alignment to some degree. But she said, I recognize that when it happens, God is up to something. Have you considered that? That what you're going through right now, the pain and the suffering that you're feeling right now, could be the prelude to a supernatural move of God on your behalf, could be the prelude of something phenomenal, and God is just wanting you to trust him, have peace in him, knowing that all of this is going to work for the good because you are his call, because this is according to his purpose for your life. I can testify that I have had many trials and tribulations, and I'm certain that I'll probably see a few more. But God has been faithful through them all. He has never left me. He has never forsaken me. Even when times got tough, oh, God, times got tough, he was and is and forever will be right there by my side. Right by my side. He's been right there. And these are so, huh, to know that God is going to be there through the pain and suffering. I want you to consider doing something for yourself. That when the trials and tribulations come, when the afflictions come, don't hide from God thinking that God doesn't already know, but rather take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Because we know in Psalm 34, 18, the word says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirit are crushed. Psalm 147.3 said, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. When you're hurting, go to God. Go to God. Cast your cares on him knowing that he cares for you. Also, go to the word of God. Not just reading the word, but allowing the study of his word to marinate in your spirit. Might be a time that you have to fast. The word says, that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that might be studying and may also be intimate time in prayer. Where instead of you giving God a honey-do list, that you be attentive, that you be still and know that he is God. Incline your ear to hear what the Spirit of God has to say 
to you, about you, and for you. Mm -hmm. Some years ago, there was a song that says, if you're going to pray, don't worry, and if you're going to worry, don't pray. It's still same principle. They're not singing that song, but, but we still know that God will answer prayer. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. God says, don't worry. There are all different types of pain and suffering that we may face, but he's saying, don't worry, but pray. Believe that God is going to turn it around. Beauty for ashes, strength for fear, gladness for mourning, peace for despair. Know and trust that the Lord our God will turn things around for us because he will. Oh, Lord, I thank you. And the one thing that I I love about even the assignment that that the Spirit of the Lord has given me in this hour, and you all hear me say it often, that once you've been empowered, take the responsibility to empower others. I've learned and continually learned that as I heal from the pain, from the trials and tribulations, it strengthens and empowers me to be able to bring comfort to others that may be dealing with some of the same things I've confronted. In 2 Corinthians 1.4, he comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. Can you imagine that? That as the Spirit of the Lord strengthens you to get through your situation, once you've gotten over the hump, that God will use that to aid you in bringing comfort to someone else. Oh, we serve a mighty good God, y'all. And you got to know, songwriter said, I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. You got to know that trouble will not last always. The pain will not last always. The suffering will not last forever. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. The pain, the trial, the tribulation may come, but in the morning, It's going to be all right. God is going to come through on your behalf. He's going to show himself great in your life. He'll do a supernatural work for you. But these things you have to remember, you have to know that he is God. You've got to trust that he's going to be with you through the storms of life. you got to know that sometimes those things come, those trials and tribulations come in life to realign you according to his intent, according to his purpose, and he just wants you to understand and get with it. We've got to stay in the word. Study to show yourself approved, as Timothy says. Study the word. 
Know what it is the Spirit of God is speaking to you. And then allow it to manifest in your life by seeing you overcome just as Jesus overcame for us. We can overcome whatever trial and tribulation we're facing. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. So grateful for God's love. I'm so grateful for how he cares for us. So grateful that Jesus did the work that he did on our behalf. I'm grateful that I don't have to worry that when trials and tribulations arise, I know that God is going to be right there. He's going to be right there with me to help me through it. He's going to be right there, and I give him praise, and I want you that are listening right now, right here, right now, I just want you to tell God thank you. Thank you for being a bridge over troubled waters. God, thank you for being that doctor in the sick room. Thank you for being that lawyer in the courtroom. Thank you for being the mother when I felt motherless. Thank you for being that father when I felt fatherless. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, being the provider. God, thank you. Thank you for who you are in my life and how you constantly and consistently show up on our behalf. Jesus, thank you for going to Calvary's cross for us, that through you we have life and we have it more abundantly. My brothers and sisters, I want you to take heart today. Take heart today. And know that God will be there through our pain and our suffering. He will be right there. And I'll remind you again of that passage of scripture in John sixteen thirty three. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. Brothers and sisters, today know that Jesus has overcome the world, that when he went to be with the Father, they sent Holy Spirit to be a keeper, to lead and guide us in all truth, always present, a very present help in time of trouble. And today he's saying, trust me, lean on me, give it to me, and allow me by my spirit to see you through. I pray that this message has been an encouragement to you as it has been to me. We ask that you would join us again next week for another segment. God bless you all. Until next time. Thank you so much for joining us today for Empower to Empower Others. We certainly hope that that message encouraged, motivated, and empowered you to live your best life. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of Empower to Empower Others. Love and blessings to each of you.